welcome to another Portfolio Profile bonus episode of the Tech Meme Ride Home. Um, we're going to talk to a company that uh, the Ride Home Fund has invested in like we do on these shows, but it's going to be a little different this time. Um, you've heard of this company before, a couple times actually. Um, we're talking to Robert from Round, which you can find out more about at rownd.io. Uh, you can look up the previous episodes um, where they've introduced themselves and whatnot. But the way it works with um, investing is you know, you get uh, sort of regular updates on how things are going from your portfolio companies. The best companies <laughs> give them to you automatically without having to ask for them. Other companies, you have to ask for them, but whatever. What I thought we would do with Rob today was we would just do one where um, imagine that this is the email that he sent me. And this is a check-in for how things are going at round. And um, he, he's going to, you'll get a sense of like what a, uh, a startup would want to report to um, the investor. We're not going to go into hard numbers, like revenue figure, figures and things like that. But broad strokes, you're going to get a sense of what sort of like an investor would want to look for from their company and what a company can report and, and wants to tell their investors and whatnot. So Rob, welcome and um, thanks for giving us an update. No problem. Uh, and we are one of those good companies that you are. these out um, you are. about once every two months. Uh, once every month is a bit much for, for, for a startup you know, that's pivoting a lot and trying to find a product market fit, but uh, once every two months. And, and to be honest, the, the point of these updates is not just to uh, communicate to investors, but a lot of investors want to help. They want to like provide some, you know, cool uh, introductions, or you know, they they might have a secret, um, you know, sauce that they want to, you know, uh, try to help you out with. So, uh, this is a great opportunity to ask for help, and that's kind of how this is split up. Is is the first thing that a good investor update has are the numbers, and I'll go into rough numbers here. I'm not going to go into exact numbers. And then highlights, lowlights, and this is really important. You want to be very honest with your investors. You don't want to. You don't want to like hide these things because your investors want to help you. They, they, their job is to help you. It's in their best interest to help you. It's so like, you it's like going going to the doctor, but not letting on that. Oh, by the way, I started taking crystal meth a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Or my foot. I, I can't feel my foot anymore. Like, right, right, right. You, like, be be honest and and tell them what's really happening. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the final section is how you can help. And I'll kind of walk through those um, uh, like I would a normal investor update. Uh, this is actually a uh, one I'm going to send out at the end of the month. So you're all getting it a little bit early uh, with some cool updates and a few other things. So uh, here we go. So um, the first thing we talk about is revenue uh, in, in the form of MRR, cash on hand, and, uh, and and runway. And the runway is a no no um, burn rate runway. So like, uh, sorry, no revenue runway. So like if all our customers left us, how much time we got. So our revenue is increasing. We're increasing about fifteen percent a month, which is pretty good. You know, for for where we are, you know, annually, that's looking like uh, about about two hundred fifty percent a year. Last year's increase was like six hundred eighty percent, but again, we're going from a smaller number to a much larger number. Um, our cash on hand, we actually have the same cash on hand right now that we did last year after our round, which is pretty good. So it's like we are sitting in a place where we are probably you know plus or minus break even. Um, but if we lost all our customers, we still have twenty eight months of runway. So. These are just important numbers, uh, you know, to know that that uh, if you're an investor, you're probably thinking like, all right, these guys can survive whatever's to come in the next year. Um, after that, we might start looking at them, but 
you know, they're probably not going to raise like a seat extension or something like that. So, um, uh, unless a great opportunity comes up. And if they do, they're going to come to me and ask for a top-notch valuation. Well, I was going to say, which is something that, you know, maybe I might not be in a position to offer you as an investor, right? So like, again, like an immediate ask for money. Oh, they're not immediately asking for money. They're fine. And so as an investor, that sounds pretty good to me, just yeah. from, from this side of the table. Yeah. And, and, and like, we are a, a, um, a scrappy startup, right? Like we, we, we like having a nice runway and attracts better talent. Like, like if you're going to hire someone and you say we have eight months of runway, you know, that might be hard. But if you say you got two years of runway, even after you hire them, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's easier. And it's also great for customers because customers want to know this kind of stuff, especially as you move up to bigger customers, they want to know what your runway is because they're like, if I'm going to spend, you know, the time and effort to integrate with you and you've got a business in 12 months, it's not worth my time. Right. So like these things are all integrated and it's kind of one of those, cycles where like if runway gets out of control and you're down to six months it'd be hard to increase that because investors don't want to you know, put money at bad money after money and they don't want to uh and customers may even avoid you because you're like uh this is risky because inv- customers are actually investing in you but that's a different question all, all, all around um so those are kind of like the top line revenue top thing about it but at the top of every one of these um i, I literally just copy and paste it out of a brex you know i just you know uh and and makes life easy uh, number two, our highlights. Um, uh, these are just things that have happened in the last period, things that, that you think that your investors might find interesting. Uh, you're not bragging here, uh, although I, I do like to brag about my uh, about Round and what my uh, what the team is doing and, and our customers. I think is great, but this is just like here's what we're doing, and you know there might be some a moment of um, you know a spark that an investor has like, oh, I have another company that needs this thing. This is awesome. So here's where we put stuff like we just signed a contract with Near. Uh, Near is a uh, is a is a large blockchain uh, Near protocol. Um, we we uh, we got a grant from their foundation to provide authentication and cool uh, wallet creation. Um, this is really neat, and uh, we we already have a few customers on board with it, and it's a great opportunity for us. Um, and then down below, I have ask around that. But you know, uh, I put that, and then I put the actual contract amount, which I don't think is supposed to be public. But I'm gonna give you guys. Uh, I, I think I already said it, so no problem there. Um, but but again, uh, and then I go into what the opportunity is. I think this might be a hundred thousand uh, dollar you know sales opportunity in the future um, plus. And and I try to lowball those numbers. I don't want to be too optimistic here. Like I, I, you know, between everyone on this call, I think this could be a million dollar opportunity or ten million dollar opportunity, but. You know, I'm going to start a little bit lower in highlights because I don't want to be held accountable to those numbers in something that is actually an experiment. This is a good experiment for us. We get paid for this experiment. We have some customers that I think will love it. But if at the end of the day, it doesn't, you know, go like radically awesome, you know, uh, we, we find out something about the world and we can share it with our investors. Number two is that we got to go to South by Southwest to pitch. We were uh, we were in the South by Southwest pitch. Uh, this is actually an update for our last one, but you know, I'll, I'll just let you guys know for this one. It was an awesome opportunity. We got the pitch. Uh, we did not win the pitch, which uh, again, as someone who likes to win, that, that hurt a little bit. But just to be up on stage was awesome. You know, the hundreds, thousands of companies that applied we were there. Got free South by Southwest tickets. Got to network and he- do our mini pitch like probably a thousand times to everyone standing in line to go see the latest and greatest tech thing or or uh, movie. So it was it was a lot of fun and a great opportunity for round. We have a few leads out of that as well. One of our customers is uh, a, a larger name customer, customer called the Big, uh, Next Big Idea Club. Uh, they they provide books and cool um, uh, opportunities. It, it's live with with rounds. They install it in their apps uh, and in their websites. And 
he, and he, here's a great here's a great update. In days, we doubled their conversion rates, which is what we say we do. But you know, for for someone to <laughs> for you know, uh, uh, and uh, for another customer to reach out to us and be like, here's the, the actual chart that shows, you know, we had this conversion rate and now it's double that. And for them to reach out to us and be like excited about it was really cool. And it's just another one of our cool customers, you know, that, uh, that's coming on board there, and there's, there's more down below. There's no better metric than when <laughs> the, the marketing yang you spit at people when they actually regurgitate it to you because it's not just marketing <laughs> BS, it's actually real. Like they, they realized exactly what you sold them on. Like that's that's an excellent sign. Yeah, and and uh, that team has been amazing. And then uh, the other good news is that we had very limited impact by SVB. I guess everyone had very limited impact, but we we had one launch runway in SVB and uh, took him. Wait, uh, can you uh, just just real quick? Because I haven't spoken to anybody. I, I mentioned that several portfolio companies were exposed. So. Um, you were limitedly exposed. It wasn't like you had everything in there or anything like that. No. Um, did you feel like it was a weekend of people emailing me and some of them in panic? You know, um, like just give me really briefly any concerns and like how you dealt with that in terms of like even internally with employees and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so um, this was a great opportunity to really, uh, you know, uh, practice. Uh, good crisis communication. So there's two sides of it, right? And, and we have to see good and bad. So on one side, I had investors mostly, uh, uh, you know, contacting me saying, how much money do you have in there? This ranged from, hey, just curious to like, get your money out now. Those are the range of what I got in the course of a two day period. I'm pretty sure I did not contact you because you I was not. not I was not hair on fire. But I'm not saying that I'm morally superior to anyone. I'm just saying I wasn't panicked. But go on. But I will tell you, Brian, that uh, in this moment, you learn a lot about someone, right? Uh, about an investor. Like, what would this investor be like on your board? Like, we don't have a board. You know, we have a, a board, but we don't have a, you know, an investor on a board because we're a seed company. But like, you know, there were some that were like, here's some resources for you. That's awesome. That's what I want on a board, right? Some were like, get your money out now. Not as, uh, I appreciate the panic. Uh, you know, this was a big situation, but like, Maybe you just find out if we have any in there. And again, like, you know, it's we knew even at that point. Right, because the, 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 the concept of being helpful is if you think you're being helpful by being like, there's a fire in the building, jump out the window. That's one thing. <laughs> there's a, 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 a and, and any information in a panic is useful, except for the fact that, um, OK, if if you're in trouble, how can you make payroll? It's It's the jump out the window versus. I have a ladder over here that I might be able to get to you by Monday. Exactly. Yep. And and um and that was interesting to see. And 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 in all fairness, most investors were in the I want to help phase, but there were a few that were in the jump out of the building phase. So that's one side of it. Second side was employees. Like we had limited exposure. We had one month uh, runway in there. You know, we have twenty eight months runway. This was not uh, going to cause us uh, any immediate issues. But the time. If you put yourself back in a Thursday, we weren't sure what other things were going to fall. Like we put our money in Brex, and at the time, they had, you know their FDIC limit was one million. They've since increased it to two point two five using their their sweeping. So I feel much more confident there. We didn't have another bank account. Like we had two, and again, people are like, "Well, how do you have more?" Like this has never happened. Because no me. one has more. No <laughs> one. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're a giant multinational corporation, if you're a public company, then th th there is an, an entire job that is 
it's it's money management at a high level, at a C level, exactly. where it's like you put your 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 money into money market funds, into treasury notes, and things like that, and it's 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 managing the treasury. A startup, a pre Series A startup, has two bank Me. accounts. Who who? Yeah. Who would have more than two bank accounts, right? Like it, it's not a thing. Although I've seen, I'm seeing products jumping yep. up where it's like, here, spread it across ten bank accounts or whatever. But no one would expect that. And so, right, um, nobody in the startup ecosystem, in in the scale that we're talking about with Round and and other portfolio companies, would be, be even expected to have a sophistication beyond. Do you have a bank account? Good. Do you have yeah. more than one? Better. But <laughs> beyond yeah, that, and- another. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 like there's some stress there. So I just want to make sure to our employees that that we communicated early. Like this is on like Thursday, mid after midday, that where it's like we have limited exposure, you know, to 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 this, but your paycheck's gonna come on time. And uh, and I I actually made sure that uh, that our, our payment provider just works took a debit out right then and there from Brex early, just in case something in the world were to happen. So I, I you know I knew the money was safe, but who knows what could happen in the in the next week. So like that was to make sure that our employees don't lose sleep over this. The last one was our customers. We actually reached out uh, to our customers and said, hey, if this is impacting you, let us know. And we are not going to turn off your accounts. But like we'll 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 just let you, you know, uh, you can keep on. You, you don't have to pay us right away. Like if you have a choice between payroll and round, do payroll and we will make it all worthwhile after after FDIC settles all this stuff. It might be a month from now, but we'll 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 take care of you. And the vast majority of our customers are not impacted or didn't have a lot of impact. But again, the outreach is important because not only did it show that we are a good company that actually takes care of our customers, but it also showed us if we had any exposure there. Because the other side of the exposure here is not just my money, but our runway, right? It's like the actual, you know, our, our monthly revenues uh, could be impacted greatly from this if, you know, three banks go under and, you know, just understand where that is. So this is also kind of like a way for us to understand what our exposure is from the long tail of this thing, which is not just right now, but in the coming weeks and months, you know, can our customer, are our customers uh, going to go out of business (laughs) and uh, do we have to move around? All right. So uh, thankfully for all of us, the, it was a huge storm that passed really quickly. So, um, so what, what, what else in the update? Uh, we survived SVB. Yeah, go ahead. When you go through airport security, there's one line where the TSA agent checks your ID and another line where a machine scans your bag. The same thing happens in enterprise security, but instead of passengers and luggage, it's end users and their devices. These days, most companies are pretty good at the first part of the equation where they check user identity. But user devices can roll right through authentication without getting inspected at all. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. That means an employee can log in from a laptop that has its firewall turned off and hasn't been updated in six months. Or worse, that laptop might belong to a bad actor using employee credentials. Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log into your Okta-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM, like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. Visit collide.com slash ride to watch a demo and see how it all works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash ride, collide.com slash ride. 
With everybody fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features features help you say the right thing at the right time every time plus you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to constant contacts best in class 97% deliverability rate i use this and you should too tackle any challenge with constant contacts expert live customer support plus everything's backed by their 30 day money back guarantee so get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at constantcontact.com just go to constantcontact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Constantcontact.com. Yep. So 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 now so so that was the highlight section. Uh, there's there's some other customers you go into, but uh, but uh, but for for time purposes, I'm gonna go into lowlights now. So these are some things that happened to us in the last uh, last few months. One um, is our email provider uh, went down for 55 minutes one day. Very stressful. Um, at the time, we had one email provider. They they have nine nine point nine six nines of uptime. Uh, they're great, so we, we we still use them as our primary email provider. See, um, like like banks, you need multiple email providers. Apparently, <laughs> these are the things that you learn. Uh, you know, and and back when we started round, you know, we had a few hundred you know sign-ins a day. Now we we are you know authenticating millions of people a month, millions. So an um, hour down means ten thousand people don't sign in. You know, it's. Uh, if they use email, we've since added Google and Apple and Pask and other ways to get around, you know, this kind of stuff. But like, you know, for those customers, it means that our email's not going out. It had a limited impact on our customers, but it did show a vulnerability. So since then, we've added some robustness to that. Uh, two is that we were a target of a multinational SMS uh, hijacking scheme, which is really cool and something I did not know about. I'll spend one minute on it. It might be a totally different topic uh, about this, and I'll, and I'll give you a link uh, for your show notes so people can read up on it. But basically. We allow our customers to authenticate with SMS. Uh, they can put that into their system. This um, this like hijacking ring went and took that code out of the uh, that's and started to send text messages randomly to countries that have less than um, less than desirable um, um, uh, regulatory natures. So so smaller uh, third world countries and like these these hijackers like basically go to the telecom carriers and say, hey, we'll split the profits with you. Uh, and then they go and you know get Amazon or you know a Twilio to pay pay money. So oh, so the the local telecoms are in on the scam. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's all part of this. Is you know it's uh, it, the, the, there's about you know eighty countries where this goes on. It's well known. We were uh, you know a bit naive thinking that hey this isn't going to happen to us. Uh, um, so it's made our, our SMS uh, API very easy. And it started with just one IP address, and then it went to ten, and then we kept on changing you know our uh, our IP based rate limiting down to the point where we had down to like one per IP and then 100,000 hit all at the same time. It was pretty awesome. I, uh, my team handled it so well. It was kind of like, it'd be a really boring movie, but like it was captivating and like stressful, but also awesome. Seeing so like, all right, shutting this down. And then we built all this robustness around bot protection since then. So if you try it today, it's not going to work, but uh, hopefully, uh, but uh, but yeah, it 
thing. But the thing was, we, we couldn't turn off SMS because again, our customers rely upon us. We had to like balance, you know, uh, our customers and us losing uh, just a little bit of money. I think we lost two thousand dollars total, and then we also went to you know to AWS who provides those and said, "Do not pay these telecom people <laughs> because you're just going to uh, make this worse." So that was an interesting one. Um, uh, number three and our low lights uh, is um, we've had three smaller customers go out of business, um, which means they stopped paying us. The, 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 if there's good news in it, it's that they were um, uh, they were you know under two hundred dollars a month MRR, which is a small percentage of what we do. This is our number one cost return now is cu customers going out of business, which you know for a pre-seed or seed company they just can't raise money. And I think this is a uh, kind of a um, you know maybe um, a a preview of you know what the next year or two could be for SaaS or, type companies, right? Because uh, without, I'm not going to ask you for a percentage, but you do a lot, a, a lot of business with other startups. And, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, people forget that that in in previous downturns, especially the dot com era, like one of the things that killed a lot of startups is a, a lot of startups served other startups, and like that's a concern. Um, even if there's not a, a broader recession, if the recession is in your industry, it's Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, the good news about this is that, is that we do have a diversified portfolio of companies. Uh, it, it's part of my like risk mitigation aspect of being a CEO is much like how you put your mutual fund, you know, your your savings and mutual funds and stocks and savings and bonds. Like we did the same thing with when it comes to companies. So about a third of our revenue comes from nice government contracts. We we provide uh you know um, authentication to to the DoD. Uh, it's pretty cool. And then we also have, uh, you know, about a third in what I would call not startups, you know, like the next big idea club is not a startup, you know, they provide thousands of books to people all over the world. And then we have about a third in it, it, kind of the riskiest, but the highest payoff category, right? These are like uh, meme stocks. <laughs> like, like if you get in early and these things go up, like you are the off provider for this thing that goes off, but a lot of them are not going to hit. So like, right, you but, but you can, going in. the advantages is you grow with them. And that also helps you this is this is so true for a lot of SaaS companies and, and early stage companies. Like if you get in and you're a rocket ship and you write another rocket ship, you can learn about what your customers could potentially need because you're growing with them and you're seeing the needs and they're yeah. like, hey, by the way, could you do this for us? And you're like, holy shit, that's a an amazing product line that we never thought of. You can learn with the the customers you Absolutely. Work with. And yeah. and Every pixel in our in our entire in, in our platform, our self-service platform that's you know that's uh, that's become steam, that was created by largely startup founders, like telling us what they need access to. The larger companies, you know, they're just slower. You know, they take six months on board. <laughs> These guys, they want to get on tomorrow, and it really keeps us focused on creating cool stuff. So that's been a great. Uh, and I, I love our startup founders. It's just that they're, they're a bit more risky. You know, uh, our Slack channel is full of you know dead ones. So. Not let me uh, let me remind again that um, check out round w r o <laughs> I did it again r o w n d dot i o I don't know why I always make a, the w and the r um, reversed in my head. Um, let me let me let me bring you to the asks because like yep, any that's, that's where I was about to go. Any any conclusion is and sometimes um, in notes like this, it's like you you ask for. Um, you ask specific people for things, and and because you you know who the the investor letter is going out to or whatever, and then there's some broad ass. But you know we don't know in this audience who um is listening that might have oh that you know what I know something about this or whatever. So uh, any asks that you would maybe uh, give to investors that could also be applicable to 
however many thousand people are listening to this. Like, yes, uh, yeah, go there's ahead. Three asks that 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 that's, uh, I'm going to have in this next one that I'll give to everyone. Yeah. Ask number one is that we are probably the top one or two mobile app authentication platform in the world now like not not by actual volume but what we can actually do like it's really really cool and the apps that do it are, are awesome so if anyone out there has an app or has a referral to someone that wants to grow faster with less money if, if that means if that's you then please reach out we'd love to to chat i'll put uh put some contact information in, in the show notes here um that'd be awesome because uh we, we we love the feedback. Uh, I don't care the size of the company. Like I said, you can be a large company and we can help you. You can be a a, um, a startup and we can really get into the weeds and just provide feedback even. That's number one. Uh, number two is that we're doing a bunch of cool stuff in the e-commerce area, like uh, WooCommerce and Shopify. Their login and their authentication is horrible. If you ever used it, you know, you got a email address password is kind of uh, fractionized, but we actually integrate very nicely with it. So you can have the little one tap in the corner and we've seen a lot of growth there. So if you have a e-commerce platform and you want to really um, get people more engaged and be, be able to provide them um, uh, nice customized uh, recommendations and other things around the profile, we can help to get them logged in faster at 90% higher rates. Like it's really cool how fast uh, we can grow that from that little button you press in the profile area to actually like a Google one tap in the corner. It's really awesome. Please reach out. And the third thing is, um, is we have a new demo app uh, that's that's out there. It's demo.round.com. I'll put in the show notes, demo.rownd.com. We actually got the .com. So pretty cool. Totally oh, different story wait, now. I keep I keep saying IO. So we IO is okay. fine. IO yeah. still goes to the site. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Our, and our API is still IO, but we awesome. got the .com, which is a awesome. totally different story. Short story is it was a uh, a uh, CrossFit gym owner in um, mm. in UAE. So fun little story there. But uh, and, uh, totally you don't have to tell me how much you had to pay for it, but you had to negotiate. Not like- much. Not much. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it, it, yeah, it not much. Uh, but it's still a negotiation. There's another portfolio company we have that is going after. A very big branding step, and it's it's become a a multi week thing. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, this actually spanned uh, eight months, and it was yeah. it was us walking away from ridiculous numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just saying we don't need that to the point where it's like here it is. Uh, but um, but yeah, it was, it was a great opportunity to, to chat with them. But uh, but yeah, I'll put that in the. I'll make sure that uh, that that's in the show notes as well. Check it out. Like you click on it. We, we introduce passkey, which is like, you know, the, the mm. login with biometrics. And then we make a wallet for you and drop a round NFT in there using our new near connection. It's really cool. Check it out. Give us feedback. That's, that's the most important thing. Like reach out. I'll make sure that we, we include that as well. Feedback is, is our lifeblood. That's how we grow. That's how we live. All right, Rob. Because so, uh, I'm bad at remembering these things. I'm begging you right now on air to email me all of those asks so that I can put them in the show notes, all those links. Um, you can, if you're interested in talking to round, you can also email me personally, Brian at ridehomefund.com and I'll put you in touch with Rob. Um, and let me, let me fight my dyslexia right now. If you want to learn more at all, R O W N D dot com or I O there you go. All right. Very cool. Rob, thank you so much for, I mean, that, like that's a textbook, um, uh, example of what a, an investor letter should sound look like um and and thanks for catching us up on how round is doing thank you so much and uh and once again thank you so much for being an investor and to all of your lps out there uh thank you for being a part of this crazy journey 